the year before, he hadn't played since March because of the COVID lockdown, didn't play in the bubble or any of that. Um, so to think he's just going to come back in like it and jump right in like Nikita Kucherov is is silliness of the fans' perspective. Now, going down to the AHL is good for him for the time being because, let's face it, when Hayes comes back, he's going down anyway until there's possibly another injury, you know, which yeah. you hope the lineup can stay healthy for the first couple months and get, get some uh, – get some chemistry together, but go down to the AHL and work on your game because at this point, he's doing everything they tell him to do. You you need some size. Does it. Puts on a couple couple pounds. You know, need to work on your defensive game. Make that strong. Does it. And now it's, but we need your offensive game as well. All right. You're not a fourth line center in the NHL and he shouldn't be when it's the skill set he has. So instead of playing seven minutes a game, go down to the Phantoms and make them bring you up. They did it with Farabee, you know, and Farabee is turning into a pure scorer, and that's been awesome for him. Frost is on that same level, albeit behind him, right? Behind him because of, number one, the position he played, the Flyers had had a lot of centers over the past few years. And the fact that right now it's... Chuck Fletcher opted to go with a more veteran group, and that's fine. He needs time to develop, get your legs back, get your timing back, get your senses back down in the AHL. Those guys are going to, you know, they're going to test him. He's been down there before. I mean, it's not like he's coming out of the OHL right now. And see what he can do. And, you know, first game down there, two goals and assists. You know, the, the plays were were nice plays. They were good set up by his teammates. And, uh, you know, he keep doing that. You know, let's not put the crown on him that he's, you know, the next Claude Giroux or the next, you know, coming of Gretzky or whomever. And just know he's a late first-round pick. Yeah. Something the Flyers have not had success with. It, it, until, like, except for Giroux was 21, 22. Yeah. But, you know, like, look at the, the draft history of the Flyers. Yeah. You know, um, it's just not there. So he's got a lot of talent. He's got a lot of skill. And I think we're just, as a fan base, it's almost like talking politics. If you go and type in Morgan Frost on Twitter and see the difference. It's you're one side or the other, and there's no coming together. <laughs> oh, you know, with it. When his name is Morgan Frost and he's a hockey player, you expect Wayne Gretzky. I mean, come on. It just conjures up that image to me. It does. You know. <laughs> yeah, look, he's such a nice, such a nice guy. Uh, I, I was lucky to talk to him after his first his first couple games where I think he had a couple goals and assists there. Yep. And and I, was, I wasn't talking to him as a reporter because everybody was kind of like getting in his – in his uh, locker, he was just standing there, and and he knew guys were coming to talk to him. I knew they like, crap, and I just kind of went. I didn't have my phone out to record it or anything. I just asked him a simple question. I was like, "On that assist, like, you think? Uh, did you catch him? Did you see this? Where he his first goal, if you remember, was against Florida, right? Where he got that puck along the line and came right in and did a little boom, boom backhand top shelf, beautiful goal. Right? Remember it well. And then. 
if it was the next game or the game after that, his assist, he had an assist where it was almost identical. I can't remember the guy. I can't remember. Let me see if I can pull up who the uh, – It was against Tampa, wasn't it? Was it against Tampa? It, it probably was because that would make, make sense. But he um, – he, same thing along that goal line. And he came in and the, the Tampa goalie went low, low on him. You know, like to take away that or, – or he came out of some sort. But he played Frost more aggressively than he probably would have yeah. because of that. And he dished it off for a tapping goal to uh, – I can't remember. I can't remember what I did yesterday. But, um, it might have been Nolan Patrick or, or Oscar. I, for some reason, think it was one of them two. But I asked him about that. And I said, what about that? Uh, you know, is that – did you see that? Do you think that's what they were – they saw your film and saw that move? And, and, and he was just like – he just kind of looked and was like, oh, that's a great question, you know? And it was – it was one of those things. He had a smile on his face. He was like happy to be there, taken in the moment. It was fantastic to watch him and and kind of just like see the uh, the smile on his face from being up there, you know. Right. And uh, yeah, it was it was a it was a nice thing, and and it was you just could tell by the, the guy was he was just having having a blast, and to just talk to him like a uh, a. a not a re- someone asking him a question as a reporter, but as like, hey, what do you think about this? And he was like, oh, I, I didn't think yeah, about I mean, that. I was kind of low on the deal. Oh, sorry about that. Go ahead. I apologize. Technical difficulty. Yeah, no <laughs> <laughs> so that's all. Like, he's a good kid. Just give him time. You know, let's relax on it. Give him time and, and see how it goes. He'll, he'll, be, uh, he'll be fine. All right, so, Matt, I know I've had you on here for a while, and I do appreciate it, but let's wrap this up. I got two final questions for you, and I want your honest opinions, or I want your honest answers. I, I don't want you to hold back on me. I want you to give it to me right between the eyes, all right? So the first question is this. I, As you know, I've been rant, ranting and raving about my what I thought went wrong with this team, and I, 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 I centered it to – three players. I thought the Flyers had just gotten too old when it came to the veteran core. JVR, uh, G, and Voracek. I just think we, it was time to start looking at the exit plan from both, all three of those players. Now the Flyers echoed my sentiments and moved JVR, or not JVR, Jake out. JVR probably will be a trade deadline casualty this year if you know if things don't go well for the team, whatever. If not, I don't see him, you know, I think this is year four, right, of the deal, of, of JVR's deal? So I definitely think JVR is on his way uh, eventually through an attrition, uh, absolutely. But now let's, let's, let's go to G. And uh, obviously this is another, as you mentioned, the whole Morgan Frost political conversation. It's the same way when we talk about Claude Giroux here in this town. Uh, you're either on or off. There is no in-between. There is no, well, you know, no. There's one side versus the other side. And everybody has their opinions, and everybody wants to throw mud back and forth from the sides. I, I personally think G was a victim of circumstance with this team. He just happened to be here at the wrong time. He is a phenomenal player. He, he will go down as one of the Flyers' greats. He is not, in my opinion, an all-time Flyer, but he is one of the flyer greats. There is a difference, in my opinion, between those two statements. Now, 
He is entering his, this is it. This is his final year on his deal. Sean Couturier just signed that massive eight-year contract. I don't know. I'm not a detective, but I think I can kind of draw the line, connect the dots that next year at this time, uh, Cooch is going to be wearing a C and G won't be here, potentially retired. What do you think about that? I mean, it all depends on, on what he's going to want, you know, like what he's asking contract-wise and what the Flyers want want to pay him. I mean, he'll be almost 34 next year. Um, he's He is one of the all-time Flyer greats, and, and you can't deny that. With it. He's number two in points score behind Bill Barber, and he's going to be hitting him up pretty soon here. Um, he's closing in on that. I mean, he's right there, and, and you're right. He was the victim of wrong place, wrong time. Turnover, people, calories, salary cap issues. Rebuild. Different GMs, rebuild, retool, you know what I mean? And, and it's it's just one of those things. The guy has adapted. He's team team guy, changed positions, moved over, came back, does everything that they want him to competes at a high level um he's obviously 33 he's not the same player he was four years ago 10 years ago but the guys he's still one of he's still scary when he's out there you know there, there's always a threat to do something awesome and when him and Coots are together that's just that's a pairing that is just all, like you know it's really really good when a lot when's a lot of face-offs will deliver the hit when it needs to be delivered you know um how do you not like Drew? I, I mean, I just don't understand it personally. I am a, I'm a big Claude Drew guy. I'm not a apologist when he, he disappears. I'm like, yo, where are you? Let's go. But it's it's one of those things where I don't understand why you're hit. You're either one side or the other with the guy. Uh, he's consistently in the all-star discussions. He's been in the heart discussions multiple times. The guy's, a, the guy's a, a star. Like you know, at thirty-three, he's going to come in and he's going to, you know, he's going to show us what what he's got left in the tank. And, and uh, you know, if they want to move him down to the third line because he's not doing, he'll he'll do it. He'll make that third line better, you know. So, so he. Sure it's just one of those things. I don't know if he'll be going next year. I think he'll. I think he'll take the hometown discount because of you know the age. But it all come down to age and years and, and such. But if he's gone, that's a big change, you know? Well, now, when I say gone, I don't necessarily believe he's going to be wearing another sweater. I think that he might step out. And I honestly think that is the question that he's probably grappling with. Not necessarily am I going to be here next year. Am I going to be in the the league at all next year? Um, I I don't advocate him wearing another team sweater. I don't. He is... He is a flyer and and he would be, it would submit or go a long way in him building that legacy as, as you mentioned, an all-time flyer great by retiring here and only playing for the flyers. But where I draw my, my blurness from where, where I get confused, where I lose continuity on, on G's legacy is the fact that he was a C. Now I don't think he's one of the best flyer captains ever. I don't even think he's up in the top five. Because I look at what happened last year, and I do put a lot of blame on Claude Giroux for not pulling that team out. I do. I do. And I got it. He is not 21. He's not going to score 55 goals anymore a year. 
There's other things, though, that a captain does. There's the things that the Marc Messiers of the world did when they were captains later in their careers. There's Those are the types of captains that I'm looking at, and I don't see Claude Giroux in that same sphere. He is nowhere near Bobby Clark. He's not even in the same universe as Bobby Clark. Um, I don't even think he touches Eric Lindros, honestly. And that's just my opinion, and I, and I don't know why it's like that. I just feel that way.
is some people aren't going to listen. No matter how much I get your face, yell at you, show you the right way, lead by example, some people just aren't going to follow. No. And, um, but you got to find a way to connect with those people uh, to a certain fault. And then, you know, at, at the end of the day, you got to move on. But I agree with what you're saying. But when I look at the legacy of that position or that captaincy, um, Rick Tockett, we'll use him. He's going into the Flyers Hall of Fame. Was he a better captain than Claude Giroux? Do you think? How long is he captain? Uh, two years or a year. 91-92. Just, just the one okay. year. But when you look at the type of player Tockett was, he was never the greatest scorer in the world, but he what he did in that locker room, which I don't know and you don't know, and I don't know what G did. It's just the optics of it all. You mentioned Keith Primu. I mean, I would follow Keith, Keith Primu before I would follow G, and just my me, you know what I mean. And obviously, I, I use Bobby Clark as the the you know <laughs> the top of the mountain. I'm not saying, yeah, I'm not saying that anybody will ever ever even touch Bobby Clark again, but. I'm just saying that throughout the history of this team, now we've had some clunkers. Mike Richards was a horrible captain. Uh, you mentioned Pronger. Maybe it's just the generations. Maybe that's the problem. Maybe the hockey has changed, and Claude is the new type of captain. Uh, maybe that's the issue I'm having. Uh, and it could be, and, and it definitely has changed. Um, I don't know. You mentioned Rick Tockett. I just listened to him on uh, Jason Marquita's podcast a, a couple days ago, and Tockett is fantastic. And, he, you know, like, it's going to be so awesome watching him on the hockey where he's talking about, yeah, you cross that me, my foot comes up and I, you know, the thing is, it's a different league. It's a different world, you know, and everything's changing. You and I, we grew up in a world where you did what you were told because they told you to do it. Yeah, now they want to know why. Everything's why now. Everything's why. And, and, you know, that is different, you Player stuff, yeah, yeah. But again, I, I, I like him. I've always been a G guy. I like him as a captain. I do see Coots as the future captain here. Oh, absolutely. You know, and, and, you know. So my final question about Claude: Will one day, will number twenty-eight hang in the rafters of the Wells Fargo absolutely. Center? Oh, absolutely. wow! Really? Absolutely. Nine hundred forty-three games. Have
going, and I I like the makeup of the lines for this year, you know. And so, but as Drew goes, he's you know he's gonna he's gonna be there. That twenty eight's up in the rafters. There's no doubt. Look at some of the names you have up there that are in the hall. They definitely going in the hall of fame. But um, I and I, I don't see how he's not. I don't know. So, so let me ask you this: You you say twenty twenty eight belongs up there, but what about ten? Why isn't ten hanging up there yet? You know, I mean, he, John Leclerc was a significant member of this team for a long time. I think his contributions. Now, again, we, we talked about generations. We talked about wrong place, wrong time, and obviously, he was the complement that Eric Lindros needed, and obviously. Jake Voracek was not the compliment that G needed. So, you know, who knows? But if you're looking at me and if you're asking me to choose between the two right now, I'm saying John LeClaire needs to be up there before G is. I mean, that's just my opinion. Well, I mean, that's a good opinion. I like that. I've always been a big John LeClaire guy. You know, big John LeClaire. I think he tricked me in the uh, alumni game when we played. <laughs> 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 but, you know, Whoa, 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 whoa. Hang on. You guys played the Flyers alumni team. Yeah. Well, all right, all right, now hang on, Matt. We got to talk about this. What, who was on, the, who was actually on the Flyers alumni team? What was the team? All right. Well, first off, you had Leclerc, Knubel, and Danny Briere. All right. So there's some, there's some studs there, right? You had LaPerriere. You had uh, Riley Cote. Um, uh, Jeez. You mentioned Dave Brown. Yeah, Dave Brown, Jeff Chitrick, uh, Chikrin. Jeez, uh, I gotta, uh, I gotta try and find it because there was a couple guys I'm gonna miss, and I don't want to miss any names. All right, defensively, we had Brad Marsh, uh, Doug Crossman, um, one of my all-time favorites, uh, Mark Howe was there. Uh, Chelsea Anderson. What about number twenty-six? Was he there, Brian Prop? So first of all, so Dave Brown made a claim that if anybody touches Watson, you're done. That's what that's what Marshy told us. Did anybody step up and tell D- Dave Brown, "Listen, old man, you sit your, you know, I mean, did you guys cower to that, or did somebody go out there?" Man, I don't care, man. You'd be a media sensation if Dave Brown wrecked you into the boards. <laughs> The one time I tried to chip it past him, nope, right, not not happening. Uh, he, he snags it down. He's like a fan blade, right? The second time I tried to pull it towards the inside, right, I was playing right wing. 
Robert Robert Esch was the goalie. Who was was there another yeah. goalie or was it just Esch? No, nah, just him. All right. So, did you guys? Now I know I would have been in awe. I would have been like starstruck looking around at everybody. Um, did you ever like? Okay, so <laughs> I guess the question is: As you were playing, did you ever think in your mind these guys are like laughing at me right now and they're taking it easy on me? Did you feel like inferior around them? I mean, obviously you did, but in terms of a hockey. Oh yeah. They have their tops, top like players, right? They're so fast. They never stop moving. It's impossible, right? Yeah, I, I can't years imagine. Ago, years ago, I got to play. Uh, we did a hockey ice cancer tournament. Got to play them, and it, you know, it wasn't all NHLers on that team. That was a lot of like some of the young, uh, you know, lower level guys that like played high level hockey, either D one, juniors, uh, you know, AHL, whatever. It's amazing how they are, you know, and like you look at that and you're just like, gosh, those guys never stop moving. Um, Adam Hall was there, let's say, a couple guys, okay. Jamie Shelley there, you know, I mean, like, a lot of me, a lot yeah, of yeah. me was there, you know, it was, and it was just, it was such an all, I am in all of them because, you know, you grow up watching like Mark Howe, I wear number two for the uh, Warriors because he was one of my favorite players and, and my number was always seven. So that was taken. So no, that's my number two. Give me two. And, uh, I got the, I got the nice picture with him with, you know, uh, Riley Cote, who I think is, is just awesome. He, um, my daughter met him once I wanted to learn to skate his, his daughter's play. And, and uh, she gets, yeah, you know, I met a flyer and, and all, but, uh, so I got a picture with him to show. I'm like, hey, he's one of my, the, my daughter's first flyer she ever met. He's just such a nice guy. They all, you know how hockey players are. They're yeah. Great people. They'll talk to you. And, and uh, the the one thing was that just how good they are. And, you know, not my team. We, the way we played it, we had three teams, and each team played a period against them. But um, there was one time the the uh, our, our best our, our best tier, tier one team, they went out and jumped out to a, like a one nothing lead on them, right? And they got a couple goals. 
and they weren't expecting it. The, the Flyers alumni weren't expecting it. They're like, oh, we got to do something here. <laughs> they, did. they got Danny B on a breakaway. And I was standing right behind the goal. And I was like, dude, this, is, this isn't even going to be fair. It's going to be And Danny's like, what, three, five? Can you still fly? Oh, my gosh. Dude, I don't even see, I didn't even see his hands moving. I was Awesome. The, uh, the alumni came out in all camo. Really cool. As, a tribute, as like a tribute to us. And, and that was a, the biggest thing. They were like, no, thank you guys. No, thank you guys. Like, we should be thanking you guys. And that's like, that, that isn't, that hits you. Yeah. You know, that's like, wow, this is awesome. These guys are fantastic. And, and you know, um, I got to talk to Mark Howe a little bit. And, and uh, he was like, man, I'm so glad that, like, 